Now, I'm just talking about national sovereignty. That's all I'm doing. Just look at the demographics, okay, and look at the stats, and you'll see I'm right. Welcome to Podquisition, everybody. I'm your host, Jim Sterling, and I'm joined by Laura Kate Dale, who writes for Let'sPlayVideoGames.com and also has a YouTube channel, Laura Kate Buzz. What? I'm doing the promotion at the beginning before everyone fucks off and stops listening. What? Why are you promoting me now, Jim? What's going on? You can promote yourself at the end. I'm just, I, I'm being a little bit proactive, a little bit markety today. A little In bit markety. A little bit markety. Go to Laura K. Buzz on Twitter and YouTube and Patreon. That's the important one. It pays the bills and whatnot. Go uh, throw me a pound or a dollar or a euro or whatever your currency is over there. There, yeah, promotion. Give whatever you Ooh. want. I'm also yeah. joined because I'm going to introduce him before the 20 minute mark started. The one and only, <laughs> the musical maestro, the man himself who does the. Ireland's most successful independent musician. Is that still true? Allegedly. Allegedly. Maybe Ireland's most successful Irish musician from Ireland. <laughs> Gavin Dunn, the miracle of sound. Hello. 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 We can get his music from Bandcamp. You can get it from Spotify. Yep. You can get it from iTunes. You can follow and him you, on at Miracle YouTube. of Sound. And YouTube. Should you be so inclined? I listened to your Resident Evil 7 song on YouTube uh, yesterday. It was oh, yeah. it was wonderful. It, it really uh-huh. captured the... Because I've been in a... When I'm done with a game, sometimes I'll still think about it and I'll go on TV tropes and then I'll just read all the tropes about it. Oh, um, yeah. So I was, I, I'm still in a bit of a... Not enough to play it. But still in enough of a Resident Evil 7 mood that I'm st- it's still on my mind now and then. Uh, yeah. So that song was very good at kind of stoking the fires of that. It's a good song. People should- And that song is called... Uh, Welcome to the Family. Welcome to the Welcome Family. Welcome to the Family. It Welcome was meant to the to, Family, uh, son. It was meant to sound like a mashup of Tom Waits and Rob Zombie and kind of Hillbilly Blues. It's, you know, I, I think Tom Waits via Rob Zombie is pretty much the tone of Resident Evil 7. And that's yeah, that's a good exactly. thing. Uh, Resident yeah. Evil 7 is a good game. It's a great game. Sorry, I don't want to offend it by calling it a good game. Because um, <laughs> I know how that upsets people. It's, well, it's a good game, not the greatest game yeah. ever made. Would you, would uh, you seven, say seven it's Resident 10. Evil 7 out of 10? <laughs> There's some saucy ribaldry. Um, right, I'm not going to talk too much about that. Uh, uh, Jim Sterling hates uh, Breath of the Wild uh, confirmed. Jim Sterling there you hates go. That's Breath all we need to Wild. say. Yeah. Worst game ever. Ra- Rachel uh, saw you in the news this week. Yeah. She was just like browsing some random tech. I don't know what it was, what site it was, but she was like, oh, I saw Jim in the news. Yeah, it's it's happened a lot lately. Like, like mm. it's not a bad thing. Because back when I worked at Destructoid and was, let's face it, a bit toss. I used to get in trouble a lot. A lot of controversies happened, but they were controversies I caused and sort of, you know, deserved the fallout for them. Now I'm more controversial, but I'm not really doing anything. It's that the controversies are happening to me. So I'm waking up in the morning and looking through the headlines, you know, PewDiePie said this, John Tron did that, Jim Sterling is being DDoS'd or sued 
or accused of trademark infringement. I'm like, well, I'm in the news the same as all the other sort of personalities. But I guess for 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 all right reasons, you, it's, you're it's in an the odd news, situation. You're in the news for things like you had an opinion and people didn't have the same opinion. Yeah, yeah, but it's important to note that the <laughs> Yeah, but it's opinion, not like his opinion was like, you know... It wasn't racist. That's the thing that we've got <laughs> well, to really point I don't out. Know. It was a bit racist against Nintendo and Zelda. Well, yeah. I, I am a Japanophobe, according to some. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hate Japanese games. hate Nintendo. I mean, if you, could, if you consider the Switch a race, it was pretty racist. Uh, yeah, yeah. If 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 you consider the Switch a race, and or if you consider the Switch a woman, it was also incredibly sexist and homophobic, yeah. because the Switch is gay. Um, yeah. We all know that. Uh, yeah. Ordinarily, I'd say there's nothing wrong with that, but because I'm playing the role of a homophobe right now, I hate it, uh, and and <laughs> that somehow is me making a point. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm a uh, uh, little bit. Calm You're having today. a weird week. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit calm today. I uh, yeah yeah it's 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 been an I, I, as I said in a video I did on uh, yesterday. Uh, it it has been a weird couple of days since Sunday, and like I say, I won't get into specifics. But why does I th- I remember a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> When I finally got the documentation that said this lawsuit has been dismissed with prejudice, I was like, right, a break. <laughs> a break. You're not going to have... be involved with any internet yeah. drama for a while. Keep my head down, do my job as usual. The next thing that happens, um, you know, I've got some trademark news publication talking about Stickly Games. Uh hitting me with a, a, an accusation of trademark violation, which, by the way, YouTube has knocked out. YouTube has said, no, they're not taking any action and the video's staying up. So Stickly Games have changed their name to Stick Lol Games, in my mind. Um, so that happened. That was a whole week. And then straight after that, it's the whole 7 out of 10 debacle because I gave The Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, uh, yeah. A good game. I gave it a good score. I gave it seven out of ten, mate. I saw the score and I was like, "There's probably going to people be annoyed about this," but I had no idea how hey, annoyed. Hey, yes, Jim, Jim, Jim. I feel like this is an important moment to tell you I have to leave the podcast because um, I believe that the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild is the greatest game ever made, and you think that it's shit, and therefore we cannot see eye to eye, and therefore yeah. I cannot discuss with you on this podcast any more video games because. That's... I can no and me, longer and respect me too, your opinion. Because, because I still haven't forgiven him for Assassin's Creed 2, which exactly. that, that review ruined my life and the world. Yeah, so... Okay. Trump me won and Gavin, because of that review. Me and Gavin are going to walk out. We are leaving the show because we can no longer respect your critical opinion anymore. Okay. You, are, you are just an independent creator. You're not even with an outlet or anything. Why are you <laughs> even a metacritic? Yeah. Yes, Yes. Um, <laughs> we can't blame Obama anymore for everything, so we're just going to go, thanks, Jim. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Sterling. Um, yes. Uh, oh, no, no, they go, thanks, Stanton, because that will show me. I'm going oh. to use that name of his that I saw on Wikipedia. That will freak him out. Um, my name's James Stanton, legally. What's you going to do about it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, fuck, what, bro. what are you going to do about it? Like, my... <laughs> 
you will sound like my nan because she's the only fucking person that calls me that. So go ahead and sound like my goddamn grandmother and and help yourself because everyone else calls me Jim, including myself. It is my name. Um, for all intents and purposes, you're welcome to call me what my grandmother calls me. But I'll just think of my lovely grandmother. Hey, 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 My Jim. illegal name is Awesome McMetalface. There we go. And I'll call Thunder. you that. And I'll also call you a journalist in quotations to really fuck you up. Because um, that'll show you. My, 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 uh, my official... Wait, I've got a scoop. Oh, sorry, Laurie, you go ahead. Oh, no, go, 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 Gavin. I've got a scoop for you. What's your scoop? Uh, a certain... Almost a pop star musician guy that you know is working on a video game, computer game thingy at the moment. <gasps> Can you tell us oh. any more details than that? Yeah. That's why I was late for the podcast. Because ah. you were doing a worky thing I for some I was doing actual, a worky like, thing for a, a cool video game. Secret big person clients. Oh, One of those nice. computer game things. Well, I, I, have, I have a big scoop for everyone today. Uh, turns, yeah, out Jim was, j- turns out Jim was right that Zelda's a 7 out of 10. Because uh, there's some news that's come out about that game this week that proves it's a 7 out of 10. There are these things called Korok seeds in, in Breath of the Wild that you that's get for like story. basically finding things that are like, something of, in, about the world isn't quite right. I'll try and, you know, correct this weird inconsistency, and then you get rewarded with a little seed that helps they are fun. to Kor- do a thing. Korok seeds? Korok Kor- Kor- seeds. They Korok belong seed. to the children of the forest. Well, They're, technically, in, they belong to Hestus for his miraculous. If you remember, if you played Wind Waker, they were the the little like plant people that lived in the forest that like were the little like, wooden them. people. I oh, they were cute. Them. Yeah. So they, they were, have a, I love those as well. Yeah, they're they in have, uh, Breath of the Wild, and they yeah. are adorable. Oh, really? And they oh, are I'm so sold on this game. You solve really clever. If only Jim hadn't given it a seven, <laughs> I would be buying it. Well, um, they you solve really clever puzzles, like like Laura said. She's, if something in the world isn't quite right like i saw a circle of rocks on the ground and there was one rock missing so i just sort of wandered about till i found a rock brought it back and dropped the rock in the space and then one of those little green leaf masked fuckers popped up and it and it, it's always adorable when it happens because yeah yeah and little things like i love that because they're they're puzzles like the circles of stones. That harks all the way back to Link to the Past. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So there's like there's like nine hundred, I believe, of these things within the world. Nine hundred. I found you, like twenty. <laughs> if you find them all and get all nine hundred and bring all nine hundred of these seeds to the place that you're meant to bring them to, do you want to know what your reward is for completing nine hundred puzzles? What? It's a golden turd. You get a bit of shit. <laughs> you get a golden shit. <laughs> You sold now you 900... actually get something that looks like a shit, or it's actually a no, golden it's, shit? No, it's, it's a coiled up shit. It's a little it's... golden coiled up shit, and the menu description says it stinks. <laughs> it's like it stinks a little bit. It's, it's, I feel like it's meant to be some kind of commentary on, like, this was pointless, you did this for no yeah. reason. We're not going to... Re- like, we never intended for you to get all 900 Sorry, of Laura, these. How we... many? Nine, 900? 900. The reason they put, like, 900 in is because it's a really big open world, and they were like, for you to have any chance of stumbling upon any of these, they need to be oversaturated. Yeah, I, I mean, I found want... some really shit. obscure ones. Like, yeah. like, like, there were places where I was... Specific, I was like, that looks like something that no one should ever want to go to. I 
that there's a little Korok fucker there. And, and, <laughs> and, and do they actually give you was. any other reward? Well, uh, this you... thing. Uh, yeah, um, go on, Jim. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, you um, trade them in with Hestus, which is like a big version of one of the, the little Koroks. And they got yes. maracas. They, they use the seeds in the maracas to do their little dancing. Uh, you give them a set number of uh, Korok seeds. It increases the more you try and expand a thing. And they will expand one of your inventories. Either your weapons, your shields, or your bows. You can carry oh, more that is of handy. those. That is very handy. My curiosity... That's more handy than a piece of poop. It is. <laughs> My curiosity is... They're saying the poop is the only reward. Which means at some point... Your weapon, bow, and shield stash must cap. Yes, I, I know the answer to what you're wondering, Jim. Right, yes, um, please enlighten. Okay, um, basically, to cap out all of your inventory, as many times as Hestu will upgrade them, yeah. takes about 400 of these seeds. It is Hestu, not Hestus, isn't it? Hes, Hes, I think it's Hestu, that's alright. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think once you've collected about 400 of them, mm. you can't upgrade your inventory any further. And if you continue collecting them after that and collect 500 additional ones, not for any kind of upgrades or any other purpose, just, just to, to do, do it, it, your reward is a golden shit. Yeah. And, and what is the, is the inventory um, small enough to be annoying? Because that was one of my big uh, criticisms I'll of say, I'll say that you're going to want a couple of weapon slots. At the I, very least. By the so time, it's not as bad as No Man's Sky, but would, would it be kind of as limiting as the one in Horizon was? Well, you you can get... As far as I... I've never hit the cap on materials. No. Crafting materials. I've never hit the cap on that. Um, the, I have hit the cap on meals. But because hmm. meals are experimental and there is some trash, and some of them can actually be quite monetarily valuable, it wasn't a big problem. Um, I thought inventory management would be a bigger problem than it was. This isn't one of the criticisms I had in my review, because even though it is annoying to keep <laughs> going into a menu, um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, mm. The only issue I have is what I said in the review was that I don't know why when I'm near a cooking pot, I can't just click the cook button and get yeah, a range of it's... things I've already made based on the materials I have. The whole manual... Then drop. It's like, yeah, I know I can skip the the cooking cutscene. I can't skip the food collecting bit in the menu. And if I I pick up the wrong material, I have to start again. Like, I can't just remove the last Mm. thing I added. As far as I can see, maybe I fucked up. No, but considering no recipe takes more than five ingredients, I was never too bothered by that. And I think the reasoning behind having it set up that way is if you could just go to the cooking pot and cook a thing you've already cooked before it would certainly take you away from the menu where all of the items are and discourage going in and continuing to experiment i do understand that i mean yeah they like they want you to see the list of things and say oh that's a thing i haven't tried cooking with i guess i'll try cooking something new hang on when when you want to heal yeah is there a way to make like um say I don't know what the food is you can make, but can you make like 10 of one item and then hotkey it? Or do you have to go in and pick the food You've every got time? to manually make the food from scratch every time. Well, that's that, okay. that's no, no, the but, kind of... But once, oh, you've made, once you've made them, can you hotkey yeah. them? Uh, no. You can. You can. I, I 
think you can set up one of the D-pad directions to be oh, your maybe, food bar. Maybe, maybe. I never. I think you can. I never did. I just always used, used the menu, um, which I didn't have a big problem with. That was again not an issue for me really. Um, mm. Mostly because I cooked a fuckload to the point where I eventually set up the sensor. Because there's a little sensor in the game you can use to find shrines. And after a while, I was like, fuck that. I'm going to reset. I'm going to take a photograph of this hearty truffle. This big hearty truffle that's near a tray. Take a photo of that. Tell my sensor um, that's in my little sensor bar menu to stop looking for shrines. Start looking for truffles, my boy. And then I was the pig boy of Zelda. The pig boy <laughs> of Hyrule. Snuffling for truffles. Uh, and picking them up and then throwing a whole bunch of those into a pot. Um, Mm. I forget what the exact... I think it was the Big Hearty Radish. I ended up with enough Big Hearty Radishes that I was, you know, easily making food that was giving me yellow hearts in the tens. Like, 20 yellow hearts on top of the hearts I have. Which, as I said last week, if you played The Binding of Isaac, think of soul hearts. They are health, but you can't replenish them. I, so I, I, did... I rocked up to almost any boss in the game. Like I don't care what I don't care what breed of blight Ganon you are. You could be fuck blight Ganon for all I care. I have twenty yellow hearts on top of the rest of it. So fuck you. Well, and because it... that doesn't mess with the buffs, I'll whack a defense up as well. What you got now, Fire Blight Ganon? You got jack shit. I, I, I would like to use this moment to pitch a show that I've been wanting for us to uh, maybe have have as a thing on this show every so often, which is uh, we are grown-ups and we can disagree with each other and still <laughs> like each other because we're grown-ups. And it's this new show I've been workshopping where uh, two people have differing opinions, yet they still, you know, respect each other because they're grown-ups. Uh, episode one, me and Jim. Jim. I, I think Breath of the Wild, for me personally, is a 10 out of 10 video game. It's not perfect, but I think it's pretty great. That's How do cool. you feel about that video I'm, game? Personally, I didn't like it as much as you. Uh, I did enjoy it. I had some major flaws, many of which I understand you do not perceive as flaws. And had no problem with whatsoever. And that's fine. I'm actually, if, if I'm perfectly honest, really, really happy that you're playing The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and that you're enjoying it a lot. Um, my my, my, um, my stepson actually started playing it, and he's having a great time with it, and, and I couldn't I, be happier. And I am sad about your 7 out of 10 review, but only because I'm sad that you didn't enjoy it as much as me. I wish that you had enjoyed it as much as me, because it would be nice if everyone enjoyed video game, like every video game That's... as much as this one that I gave a 10 out of yeah, 10. That it is would what be I've nice always said. if that could happen, but it's a shame that you only liked it and not as much as I did. But that's still okay, and it's not a problem on your part. We are adults, and we can disagree and still be friends. We Yay! are adults. <laughs> And we disagreed, and still we are friends. So yeah. that's that's that. I said <laughs> that, I didn't that, want to talk about segment. it. Here we are, and nineteen minutes in. And there we are talking in. about it. Yeah, um, you'll be it, all right. It's yeah. fine. Zelda's got a golden turd in Don't it. Don't be afraid. You're not alone. Do we want to talk? You about can you? run <laughs> with us. We got everything you need. Run with us. We are, we are free. free. 
I'm not singing you two fucks up this time. This is in the middle of this this time you sung in the middle of the show, you're not getting synced up. Um so yeah, do we want to talk about Neil Automata a bit? Uh yeah, yeah. What I like about what I like about Nia. What I like about yeah. Nia auto, Automata, which I will keep calling Automata, I no matter how many people tell me to say it. Right. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing that immediately grabbed me about Nia Automata is that when I'm fighting with my swords, right? Mm. That's it, all it is. Break. That's all it is. When I fight with my swords, that's all that happens. Is I fight with my swords and have a great time. Also, when I'm sprinting, I don't stop, right? She just fucking goes. I can run yeah. with her. She's got everything I need. Yeah, but Jim, can you climb up run a sheer vertical her. wall in near Automata? No, I can't. Well, can clearly, clearly you're going to dock three points I think that. Jim's been snorting speed. <laughs> So yeah, Gavin, I don't know. I'm on you... I'm on my things that make me very talkative. That's why I <laughs> Speaking of which speaking of which Laura, um... no I haven't, so it's good okay, that he's talkative. Cool. Right, I, I've okay. not had time to play any games this week. That's okay. I, I, well just just a quick update on um weird VHS from Childhood Watch twenty seventeen. No one's found the full compilation, but they have found snippets of the video, the disparate elements of it that I guess were independent cartoons brought together as a compendium. Um, as far as I can tell so far, they have found the one that made me shit my pants when I was four <laughs> years old. I have not watched it yet. I've, I skimmed through it, and my mind immediately like short-circuited as I was seeing images that I've not seen in... What would it be? 20... No, 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 it would be... Are you talking about an episode of the raccoons now or something else? Uh, No, this is the video I was talking about last week with the goose with the broken wing uh, and the the nightmare cartoon, uh, the compilation. Um, But Mm. people have been finding bits of it. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, I am looking forward to basically getting off my tits super high, though, and then watching it and seeing what happens to my brain. Is so, there a name that uh, we can it was Google? called something like the dream. Let me just quickly double check. And I'll do this in real time. I'm very good at double checking while talking at the same time. So uh-huh. don't worry, Laura, about having to edit any of this. Um, that's, oh, that's fine. This, this week's going to be a glorious mess as it is. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going well. It's going really well. Um, just going through the Jim Sterling unofficial subreddit, which is unofficial. Um, we might have news actually coming soon about actual official integrated Jimquisition community features on the Jimquisition.com. <sighs> Me and Justin are talking about that because I've not forgotten that I said I was working on an Ask FM replacement. Uh, after I was dealing with people who were just crossing very personal lines on Ask FM, and it's looking very difficult to implement without having the same problems as Ask FM. So, can people get on the Jimquisition? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. they going to be able to listen yeah, to this? I, yeah, I, I, uh... I got on there today to read that thing that you wrote about Horizon and Zelda fans and accusations of meta bombing and stuff. Yeah, things are a little slow. The 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 traffic is still big. 
the traffic is still um, slowing the site down. But I've taken the the DDoS um, warning off. I've taken off the DDoS protection, which doesn't mean I'm not protected. If anyone gets saucy, <laughs> it it takes that to switch it back on. Uh, plus, as I say, I have a fucking team that I pay very well to monitor my shit 24-7. Um, that's why none of this inconveniences me. Um, if the website goes down, Google Cash has the review, and I don't care who reads Google Cash because I make no money directly from views. So feel free to share it, host it, do what I did where I did a, 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 a Let's Play video, but in the background... Because the resolution of the game was so small. Just in the background, I was reposting the review. Feel free to share it. Um, very much like the Airport Master situation, you have blanket permission to reproduce. Uh, so long as you know, you're know you not passing it off as your own work. Um, I give blanket permission to reproduce my Breath of the Wild review. Um, mm. Unaltered, please. In as, as many times as you want. Uh, feel free. Um, what was I talking about before that? I know that I was show talking from about, your childhood. I know I was talking about that, um, but I did talk about something in between those two things that I wanted to talk about. Oh, that yes. You're implementing something on the Jimquisition to, to talk with that, That is exactly right. <laughs> I, I get very talkative um, and excited. Like, like I'm this close to spilling um, the fact that I'm going to do... Um, when you move in defense walls. Uh, what was that? I, n- I never said nothing. Um, and all, all I'll say is that f- uh, fans of uh, several pieces of old Jim Sterling content will be pleased. Because we've got some old stuff coming in a new flavor. Um, but as far as community stuff goes, we are talking about potentially implementing a full-on community forum. That I will say right now will be properly policed as far as free speech goes no it's it, it's popular to say i'm for free speech it's popular to virtue signal that you believe in free speech but i don't believe in uh, my regular audience being attacked uh, i don't believe in people being unwelcoming and, you know, trying to run people off because they might be black or trans or a woman or gay or whatever. There's going to be zero tolerance on that. And I've already got a mod team uh, prepped who I 100% trust and I know will be fucking efficient at that. Uh, So... Not that, you know, I'm saying don't have fun. I'm just saying don't be a complete and utter cock. Um, but that's something we're looking at. It's going to take mm, it's going to take proper moderation, and it's going to take more work from yours truly as well as uh, anybody else I bring on. Uh, but I do really miss being able to properly interact with the audience. Uh, I, I, it, it is sad that in a and and you know I'll just go ahead and say it. We always had a rule not to really bring it up but it was my idea to to not bring it up give it the light of day but um post gamergate you know i can't use twitter the way i used to and post the fucking weirdo from whatever that movie was where the guy had hate and love tattooed on his thing what was that called anyway 
I'm slightly lost as you do your train of thought. You just get you get your thought thought finished. He you was keep like going, that. Um, basically, what I'm saying <laughs> is, I like interacting with my audience as much as possible. Um, and slowly but surely, my avenues for doing that were knocked out by people mm. who were just doing what they could to make it as disruptive as possible. Fingers crossed, the Jimquisition community that we are um, working on implementing, I'm having a meeting with Justin hopefully sometime this week, uh, my tech guy, um, we'll be able to implement something that will give you different forums for talking in, like a regular message board, uh, as well as a section specifically for asking questions uh, to yours truly, like Ask FM. Um, Hopefully, some of the difference there is that anonymity is going to be a little bit harder to maintain. Uh, your questions won't be basically death threats and things because you know I won't post them. It'll all be public anyway. So people are going to be, have to be a little bit more considerate. And I think the current plan will be to have other people able to chime in as well. So I think very much like we saw with the Zelda thing, the community... I feel we fostered a very good at self-policing. Uh, mm. So I feel like, fingers crossed, uh, the Jimquisition is going to have a very nice community attached to the website, and I'm really excited about it. And I'm probably, because I'm excited about it right now, and also my lips are very loose right now, uh, probably speaking way ahead of the time that I should. But... I am excited about it, and I, and I, I'm, I really want to see because I've been hanging out on the Jim Sterling subreddit a fair bit, uh, and that's cool. They're they're mostly lovely people there, but something that I can say is an official, the official hangout, not fifteen different podquisition slash Jimquisition slash Dismal Jesters hang on fan groups all over Facebook. Uh, a nice unified place where I can mm. post PJ and Duncan songs all day long. Actually, um, as an official, um, well-thought-out response to the person who was bitching about me on that subreddit a few weeks ago, I'll just say... <laughs> That's yeah, I, what I your comment deserves. That. That's as intelligent a response as you're getting from me. I meant to reply to that. And, and I'm sorry, listeners, that, that this podcast... We, we, we have a loose plan of talking points, but the nature of the beast... <laughs> is that we will be tangential. And also, we are all artists in our own way. <laughs> and thus... We have certainly sprung some tributaries from the Podquisition River today. <laughs> yes, yes. And sometimes we do end up talking a little bit about the community and, I guess, people from outside the community who come into the community and be dickheads. Um, so, yeah, I realise it's another episode so far of us just whining about people who said mean things on the internet. See, I swear um, none of this was on the topic Speaking of Rachel list. said you should review a Beyonce album 7 out of 10 and see what happens. Oh god. No, um, I... no, no, Laura's right. Like, like yeah, we there, have there a, video a plan. Games on the list. <laughs> we'll, don't worry kids, we will talk about Disney afternoon classics. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, but I did want to say like, like, yeah, someone on the Jim Sterling subreddit um, did say some, some pretty harsh things about yourself, Gav. And I, I do apologise for not getting around to responding. Um, yeah, I'm fine. trying to be to better it. at that. I'm trying to be better at sort of getting in there and just trying to keep things civil. 
especially, you know, Total Biscuit's been talking a lot about the 7 out of 10 and the, the stickly thing, and I understand, fully understand, um, issues people have with, with him. Um, obviously, he and I do some work together as colleagues uh, on very good terms, and, you know, some people think I'm a, a horrible guy for that, and... I, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't. I don't know how to answer those charges. Um, but I do yeah. try and at least when they're talked about on the subreddit, which I don't control, but I like to think hopefully it's a Jim Sterling subreddit. They might take my opinions into account. Um, I try and steer them off of look, criticize the person, criticize the work or whatever. But let's. Let's at least not get nasty. Let's at least not say things that uh, aren't true, which I think was was a bit of the problem with Gavin. It was a little bit unfair, um, yeah. and I, I should have stepped in. For those who uh, you know, never if this saw was three years, is... if this was even like one or two years ago, I would have been far more annoyed by that. But at this point in my life, I'm kind of just done with with that kind of drama and outrage and stuff. And I was just yeah. like, yeah, you. I I just responded and said, you're the kind of person. That made me stop talking about all this stuff. So well done. <laughs> uh, you know? I mean, I, I I wanted to to step in and just say, look, I don't think it's fair that that you were basically saying Gav was complicit in a lot of the harassment that went on in twenty fourteen yeah. onwards, which was blatantly false because you know you did, I did come you out did and condemn a lot of things it. that went on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, on this show, even though we had like it was, it was my idea because I didn't, I had such contempt for. Uh, well, for Gamergate, I hate saying the word because because of the contempt. Um, that I didn't ever want it mentioned in any Jimquisition product. Uh, although you know, times moved on, and well, things got worse than that, if you could believe it, in the in 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 the national scale. Uh, so so I guess you know, it's 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 all right to talk about some of it. But but during that time, you know, Gav, you were. Uh, pretty vocal in 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 calling shit out and and mm. and I think one of the issues is I think the problem is I was from... calling people out on my own side as well when they you were, were getting some flack from the left. Uh, yeah. If we want to make it a right left thing, I don't know if left's mm. the right. Th- I don't know what the right terminology for anything is anymore. I think I, I think it says a lot that. that my Twitter block list is far more occupied by people who I agree with politically. <laughs> It's, it's a rough thing. It's just thing. a strange it's, phenomenon to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a tough thing. I mean, I get I get shit from from both. I hate the word. I hate the term both sides. That that term's been mutilated beyond belief. Um, I get a lot of flack from people again who who I would consider myself more politically inclined with, as well as you know the alt right that have have erected themselves under the new regime, uh, and I, I I guess I just take it. Mostly because if you do look at my old work, I kind of still deserve it. Um, I was talking to someone, so I talked to um, a mutual friend of uh, mine and Laura's, uh, Tanya. Uh, oh, today. yeah, Tanya, yeah. Um, Tanya Depass? Depass? Yeah. I, 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 I apologize if I mutilated the name. I, yesterday I was referring to a Naganata as a Naginta for an entire video. <laughs> Because I watched the league and he called it a <laughs> Naginta the whole time. 
so I just called it Enneginta. I get words wrong a lot. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, I was talking to Tanya. I was like, look, you know, ain't no secret. Uh, the shit I used to say when I thought I was really funny and like Howard Stern. Uh, and if anyone still feels unsafe about me and still feels distrustful of me, uh, that, you know, my attempts to be more welcoming uh, to a wider audience are uh, spurious. Um, I don't blame them for that. I don't blame anybody for not liking me or not trusting me. Because, uh, you know, they can't get a little flashlight and walk around in my head. They don't know what, what any of the motives are. And you can't really blame them for that. And... Well, we know the motives. You're a giant cook. <laughs> it's, it's like, hey, hey, if I pretend that I like uh, minority groups now, then maybe then they will agree to wa- to have sex with my wife while I watch so that I can be cuckold. <laughs> That's what it is! It's, it's, it's a kind of twisted... It's, it's not quite like the white knighting thing that they think it is. It's not that I'm trying to appeal... To feminists and, and, you know, LGBTQ people and, and people of colour. I'm not appealing to them for sex, for me. I'm appealing to them so they can fuck my wife while I watch. Exactly. Because that that's like, what it, I'm into. It's the entire reason you brought me on this show, is the hope that one day I would fuck your wife while you watched, you know. That's it's it. I'm, that like, I'm like, look, come on the show, okay? I'll donate to your Patreon. Uh, as as you know, the best form of recompense I can, and bump it up as and when my 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 finances and budget expands, um, and also <laughs> you can have to les off with my wife. That's that's. I mean, it, it was an unspoken part of the agreement. Yeah. I think we can both agree that we went in knowing that, like, eventually I was going to have sex with your wife in front of you in order to cuckold you. That's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let, let's just make this clear. Um, due to my confirmed cuckoldry, um, Laura Kate is going to, um, I guess, either finger blast um, or sit on my wife's face. While well, I no, watch in the corner and mask. Don't take out options, you know. I got some nice strap-ons I can always go pull out. You know, there there are options we can work with. Go get out the nice big magic magic wand. Get we'll rev that up. There's all sorts of things I can do while you watch me bang your wife. <laughs> it's a world of pure masturbation. Very much looking forward to getting cuckolded as soon as Laura comes round here. That's my wife. Yeah, and then afterwards, you know, well, I'll, I'll soundtrack it for you. <laughs> you can come with us. <laughs> uh, and then it's come fine. with us. It's fine. We'll break the sensual t- the sexual tension after um, I fuck Jim's wife. I'm gonna just, fuck Jim as well. Ah, sexual tension. I gone. just got a message for Jim from Rachel. She says her seven out of ten things in life would be Adele, Dublin, and chicken. Chicken! That's an interesting one. I, I guess it's true. Chicken's I guess more of an eight for me, I'd say. Yeah. You chicken. see, the thing about chicken is I, I view chicken the same way I view potatoes. They are on their own not really much. They're not really much. The They're people like, 
the people who don't like when we don't talk about video games. I'm going to be having a good time right okay, now. I'm just going to remind everyone right now. I mean, is right a 40 now, minute mark a good a time to mention I'm, a video I'm gonna game? I'm going to remind everyone. I did ask Jim what he thought of Nier Automata. He said there was no weapon durability and no stamina meter. And then he stopped talking about the game. I tried. Maybe 20 minutes in, oh, I tried to ask way, Jim what he thought I'm of Nier sorry, Automata. Let, that stamina meter is hideous looking in it's you can turn it off in the hud oh yeah cool. yeah you can, can turn you, like, it off make it smaller or um i don't know if you can make it smaller you can turn off pretty much everything in the hud yeah yeah there's like yeah. a pro option to turn stuff off the trouble yeah. is is i'd like to customize that so that i because i find the stamina meter crucial Knowing how close I am to running out of stamina when I'm halfway up a mountain and could fall and drown um, mm. is crucial. So I never turned it off. Like, I tried briefly the, the, the pro menu option with the HUD elements removed. And it wasn't like in Horizon... Sorry to make the comparison. Um, it wasn't like in Horizon Zero Dawn where the dynamic HUD removed enough that I could enjoy the world and the scenery, but when I needed to know something, it popped up. Yeah. Um, here, it's like all or nothing, and that I don't like. Uh, I'd rather, I'd rather more hard options. And in most games, actually, I think I'd rather more hard options yeah. um, to be able to customize it. A, it. Like, it's like something I don't. I, yeah, it's something I'm amazed isn't in open world games these days. It's just the fading HUD. I mean, it's. I, I'm, I was even really surprised that someone had to mod it into Fallout 4 because it's been one of the most popular mods for every Bethesda game. Yeah. Mm. Really? It's fading HUD. Yeah. I'm, it's, I'm taking notes re- because I want to do a Jimquisition this week that isn't about me. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, the first thing I install is the, the immersive HUD. Yeah, that could be a good... Because after I, um, I started playing Horizon... We're talking about video games, kids. It's all right. I started playing Horizon, and the initial menu—the <laughs> initial menu was fucking awful, fucking awful. Oh, and the I was initial like, HUD is it? Yeah. When I yeah, the dynamic one up, should be the default, shouldn't it? Ab- absolutely. I immediately went into the options and said, "What can I do to get rid of half this shit?" Yeah. And it's all, sorry, I didn't burp just then, but I had trapped wind in my throat because I've been drinking a lot of water. And so it just went, Ugh. it was like the prelude to a burp, which I will now do very quietly where you won't hear it. Got rid of that. Uh, what was I talking about? Huds. So HUD in Horizon and how, how, how much of a clusterfuck it was yes. unless you went in and changed it to dynamic. Yes. Uh, to I qu- wish to quote the dynamic the HUD show, though. I'd let you remove the um, the compass as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think more customization options. Um, The fact that a fading HUD is a popular Fallout mod. That'll do. That'll remind me. Um, I might do a Jimquisition on on HUD customization this this week. That'll be an interesting topic. in, In this age where, like, photo mode is a thing now in games and the share button is on every single game on the PlayStation. Doesn't the Xbox have a share feature now as well? Not, or maybe not yet, but I'm, I the would Switch, not be shocked if it's... I feel like fading yeah. HUDs are a thing people just like. And yeah. Didn't on, I, 
I seem to remember Uncharted 4 doing a good job with it. Did it? Maybe not. I can't remember. I think most most first party um, uh, PlayStation 4 games all come with photo mode as standard now. Yeah. So that's been oh, great. Yeah, I like did. I had a photo mode, yeah. Yeah, I got some great screenshots for the Horizon review, and then enough left over to do an entire shit post, which are becoming my know, favorite things that I do on the site a shit post that were just photos I, of me killing turkeys. I captured 190 gigabytes of footage from Horizon for the music video, which was nice. like 300, 300 different clips, which is like pretty much twice what I usually record from games for the video. Yeah. Uh, it's um I never collect enough B-roll. I'm I'm one of those terror like I know logically that you always need way more than you think you're going to need. Yeah. But I always stop at ass ah, enough. And then I've got to fill it with random cartoons from the 80s to make up the deficit. <laughs> you got to, you got to jump in and get your your friend Laura to record yeah. footage for you. you, 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 I, you I do. lazy bones. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Hopefully the shout out was uh um, you, you, it was useful. Cool. You, you did you did some nice shouting for me, uh, yeah. Laura. You... I haven't watched any of your gameplay of Zelda, and it's not because I don't want to. It's just because I don't want the game spoiled for me. That is totally fine, Jim. I did watch all your Dark Souls though. That was fun. Yay! Hooray, Jim. What do you think of Nier Automata? <laughs> what do I think of Nier Automata? Other than right. making jokes about how it's not Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the thing is, is I don't. I I truly believe. And that's not the right word. I I truly, honestly do want to make it adamantly, perfectly, properly clear. I don't want to keep talking about Breath of the Wild, and I don't want to do what I do on the spin-off Doctors, where I compare everything now to pixels. Um, but as much as I liked Breath of the Wild, and and truly I did, and I. I kills me that I keep having to say so adamantly that I liked it. Because the text, the 2,000 plus words of text should make it fucking clear. But, going from Breath of the Wild to Near Automato was... It felt like the chains had come off. That's what it felt like. Being able... Like, I make the joke, but being able to just dive into a combat... And not worry about a sword breaking. And being able to sprint and get about where I want. And and if I want to climb a high surface, just double jump up there. No slow climbing, none of that. It was like, this game's letting me get about. This game's letting me get into the action. This game is delivering. Um, And that is not to take any of the good points away from Breath of the Wild. Which is... A game full of beautiful things. Full of things that are so far more beautiful than some of the stuff I've seen in Nier. But... It's not the prettiest game, is it? It's not the, It's not a graphical powerhouse. Where it wins out is... Incredible music, though, actually. Amazing music. Uh, the, the theme park, which... Like, I'm still early days in Nier or Tomati. Uh, so I've really got a sort of... Uh, Make that clear. Uh, I can't give a full-on prayer opinion yet, but it's getting just better the more I play it. That seems to be the thing. Like they start you off questionably, almost in some of the dullest areas imaginable. Um, you start where the demo started, this sort of dull factory. 
you, you get a bit of city ruins, then you got to go to the desert, which is just a big brown expanse of fuck all. And then after that, you go to a theme park populated by robots, uh, <laughs> which I won't spoil any more than that, except that the visual of it, it doesn't matter how graphically inferior this might be to, say, a, a Final Fantasy or whatever, it was all in the design. And my jaw dropped at this twisted, post-apocalyptic, mechanised Disneyland. Uh, I was like, this is amazing. And the music just capped it off. The music and the creepy voiceovers. And when I tweeted about that, the responses I got from people who have obviously played through, and and not just played through once, but gone through the multiple paths post-game, were just like, you haven't seen nothing yet. Uh, and it turned out to be true because I have also seen the Romeos and Juliets scene now, which was increable, and I captured and will probably just stick at the end of a Jimquisition soon. Um, it is, so far, a really great game. With, similar to Zelda, caveats, um, the map is dog shit. Yes, uh, I, oh I hate God, using yes. the map. The game knows the map is dog shit, which makes it worse because there are tutorial people who break the fourth wall. And one person says, Yeah, sorry, that's the map we have. Get used to it. <laughs> which oh. normally would piss me off, but there's just something about the way this game does its fourth wall breaking. Unlike sticks. Yeah, I was going to say, remind me, I've got to talk about sticks and its fucking fourth wall breaking in a minute. But the way Nier breaks the fourth wall, in the same way the first Nier broke the fourth wall, you know, it it ambushes you with new genres. It changes the, uh, the camera, sometimes in a way that doesn't work and confuses the transition, but sometimes beautifully turns it. From either a top-down shooter to a side-scrolling platformer to a 3D action game seamlessly. And that's just the style of it. That's where it wins out. It's not that it's graphically all that pretty. It is stylistically fantastic. It's stylistically beautiful. Um, and and so far, like like now that I'm getting really into the sort of tinkering of it, Learning how upgrades work, the, the the plug-in chips that you can put into the character to give them new abilities, enhance their stats, give them passive bonuses. Um, you know, I'm rocking a fucking spear and a sword and an axe, and I know that more like better stuff's bound to be coming. Um, and got upgrades that give me shockwaves with my melee attacks so I can attack someone from 20 feet away with my melee weapons and it's just sending shockwaves to them um, and knowing I can just keep improving that and fusing the, the, the chips together and adding them into slots which at first was really unintuitive the 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 way you do it if, if you've ever looked at a, a, a hard drive defragmentation uh, screen. It's a bit like that. It's it's getting these blocks and trying to fit them into a a, a big column, um, and hoping that they're they're not too big because some of the mods are bigger than others depending on how useful they are. The end result is I've currently got a character who gets healed every time she hits something, gets healed every time something dies, and gets healed constantly um, if she doesn't take damage for six seconds. 
So I'm pretty fucking tanky. And I'm really happy with that. And I've got to imagine other people have made all sorts of different builds just out of messing with these plug-in chips. And then you've got all the weapons that can be upgraded, so it's hitting all of my little RPG acquisition of power buttons. Um, feel free to at any time tell me to shut up. Uh, I'm having one of my sciatica days, which means I'm, uh, I'm not on the, sh the, the really bad shit, but it, I'm on shit that makes me run my fucking mouth. Um, but I talked a lot I, about. I went out for a wee and came back. So. Oh no! I was I was just <laughs> enjoying hearing Jim actually talk about a video game. I wasn't going to cut him off. <laughs> well, um, I, hopefully that didn't bore people. Hopefully people liked it. Oh, you can write a bore in this game. So yeah, I generally agree oh. with a lot of your points, Jim. Um, I'm about 15 hours in. I am probably going to write my review in the next couple of days. Um, I there are times where the fourth wall breaking uh, rubs me the wrong way. You gave a great example of one that does feel like it's hey, we know something about our game's bad. We're gonna point fun at it, yeah. but still have I, a bad feature. It's a big bugbear of mine in parody games. The the, mm. the one I think of the most. Um, sorry to detour again. I no, will go be ahead. This go time. ahead. Um, the one I always remember the most is the Simpsons game. I think mm. it was just called the Simpsons game. It wasn't Hit or Run or any of those. It was the Simpsons game. And they had a joke in which Will Wright appeared um, because mm. it was an EA published game. They were going deep. They were doing deep cut fourth wall breaking. So Will Wright appears as, as a sort of, if I recall correctly, an antagonist. And then there's a joke about how he's going to make him do boring block-jumping platforming sections. And then they just did it. And then I'm like, this isn't parody. And this is, if you've watched the Best of Steam Green Knight trailers, if you've watched many of my videos before, you're going to be aware of this argument. Many of you have tried to point out the hypocrisy when you tell me I do it. Um, but it's not parody when you're being the thing that you're claiming to parody. Unless That's just being the thing. Unless you're the goat fetch quest in Witcher 3. I think that's the one that irritated the piss out of the, me because one of the goats wasn't behaving properly. The one, the one that annoyed yeah, cause, me... Because um, Geralt was getting as pissed off with the goat as the player, which I thought was funny. If, if I remember right, the one that annoyed me was the opening tutorial for uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon with the whole tutorial. I knew that felt. was going to come up. Yeah. I loved that. Oh, no, the <laughs> tutorial to that just annoyed me. Really? Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It was... I, I've got, I, I come down between both of you. As I th again, I think I gave that one a seven or a seven point five. <laughs> so you um, hate it. Seven heaven. I mm. uh, I liked it, but some of that fourth wall breaking was a bit egregious. Uh, that's the problem. It's like I don't mind wall breaking, and you know I, I fucking studied um, Brecht in in college. It's one of the few things of my education I remember is Brecht and the breaking of the fourth wall and, and his various methods, uh, his Werfremdung's effect and things like that. That's the word I always bust out when it, or I want to make it sound like I know about performances. Uh, and so I'm a, I, I'm a big appreciator of a good fourth wall break. And like like Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid does it well. Most of the Metal Gear Solid games have done it well in some capacity or other. Um... 
sometimes a little bit too on the nose. That's always the problem is when it's too on the nose. And the original Nia, from what I remember, really, really played well with it. Um, changed genres a lot. At one point, just for no reason, became a text adventure. Uh, the problem with that is, hour or two later, it was a text adventure again. And then I'm like, I've done this. I've seen this. This is no longer fourth wall breaking. This is just you being boring. Um, and near Automata so far, Automata, Automata, whatever it is you want me to call it. I'm going to keep calling it Automata. Um, so far has done it okay. But there are some bits when it's like I have a genuine problem with the game and the game's telling me to suck it up, Chungus. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what, that can be a do, bit of an issue. Do you know what game did it really, really well? Arkham Asylum. Arkham yes. Asylum did it really well, yeah. You know the, what game... Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, just because A, I love the sequence, and B, I adore the character as someone who dresses up as him for Halloween a lot. Um the 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 whole scarecrow sequence in Arkham Asylum. I think it's safe to to talk about it now. These many years, um, really was a, a, a masterpiece. It was a, it was a masterpiece of, of using the medium of video games to produce a reaction from the audience that other mediums can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's something that always fascinates me. It's it's yeah, we can make video games like movies. We can call them cinematic. Can we, can we, can we do something that others can't, that other mediums can't? And I think Arkham Asylum did it. I think Hideo Kojima is one of the few developers who constantly tries to think that way. Mm-hmm. And there are, of course, uh, uh, many independent developers that that mess with the the way a game is played. Um, none Portal of which I can remember now. Nice I'm little moments as well, where it. Uh didn't exactly break the fourth wall, but it did play with your expectations a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Nier Automata has a cute thing where they're helping you tweak your options menu. And there's a guy who's helping you do it, and the, the, the voice volume control is set to zero. And as you're slowly turning up, you're just hearing him saying, yep, I'm just going to keep talking until you can hear me, and it's a volume that you feel is good for you. You're taking a bit long, but... I'll I'll keep talking, and he's just getting more and more exasperated. And I was listening to it for a long time while he's just like, just just turn it up, just stop when you can hear me. <laughs> and that was funny. That was cute. Um, for me, the best fourth wall break in a game was a game that wasn't all that great, but had enough stupid charm that I at least ranked it up there with Jimmy Johnson's Anything with an Engine, which is another. Another one of those games that's shit, but you can't give it a bad score because you're having fun. Um, uh, Matt Hazard. I forget the full name of it because there's two Matt Hazard games. I think it was like Eat Lead, the Matt Hazard story, or something like that. But it was a game about a video game character who was fucking around in other video... and like had other video game elements fucking with his world and shit. Um, and the best joke in it, because a lot of them fell flat, was you get into an elevator, and the elevator takes ages, and you're sat there forever. And this was close, I think, to Mass Effect's release. So Mass Effect the- Three addressed that actually, or was it Mass Effect Two? They did. A, they, there was a joke in the game about elevators taking forever. I think it yeah. was three. 
and and well, Matt has a beat him to the punch because after you're in that elevator for like a minute or two, he just mutters like, "This is boring for me as well." And then the elevator opens and you get back into the action. And and I appreciated that. I don't mind a game wasting my time if there's a good payoff. Like when uh, Snake is climbing the big ladder in Snake Eater and you just get the vocal version of the Snake Eater theme tune playing. It's just, it, it gives you a feeling. It gives you a feeling and, mm. and it's, again, something that you couldn't do in a book or a film. Yeah. Not not the same way. You can't do the snake it a ladder crawl. Um, fuck, you can't do the 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 uh, guns of the patriots. Metal Gear Solid Four. That moment where he's crawling through that radiation filled tunnel, and you are hammering that button to get him to crawl, and by the end of it, you are fucking exhausted, mm. and Snake looks wrecked. And you'll you get this almost moment of connection uh, that you can't get from a passive view. Um, that's something else I might like to talk about one day in more detail. But we're having some really nice discussions yeah. about game design. So Laura, yeah, you, you had some thoughts on some uh, fourth wall breaks on another game this week, didn't you? Yes. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> Funny you should rude. say so. <laughs> what a transition. Rude. My mouth is is so dry. I feel like I've got a bunch of silica gel packets in it. Um, I do know these complaints. So I'm just going to quickly hop off for a water while you talk about that game. Fine, and, fine. You uh, talk talk for an hour, then leave when it's my turn. Fine, I, I, I get the it, thing. Jim. It's fine. I'll go fuck realized, your wife while you're gone. It's fine. <laughs> I realised exactly how rude that was, but Here's I did talk so much, my tongue dried. If you hadn't mentioned it, probably wouldn't have noticed you being gone. It's fine. I, but, Go, go, get, go, get so your water. go get your water, Jim. It's go fine. So Gavin, you go talk about a horrible goblin. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a conversation with you, Gavin. So have you yeah. played any of the Sticks games before? No. No. I was, I, I was surprised because I watched two reviews of the new one, both of which were pretty positive. But you felt differently, didn't you? Yeah, so, like, I've played some of the previous Styx games, and generally they were, like, mechanically so-so, pretty well written. Um, You play a goblin in a human city, you sneak around and steal a bunch of money because you want to be rich. It's it's a really simple premise, and they were just sort of, like, action stealth games where you sneak through environments, steal stuff, sneak out, try not to get caught. If you do, you beat people up. That kind of game. The new one, Shards of Darkness, it's about the same. Mechanically, it's still, like, passable, decent, a bit wonky in places. Sometimes when you're trying to, like, jump between points on a wall, your character will just jump not in the direction you told them to. You might be on a rope trying to make a turn and it just doesn't quite turn right. It's all a bit weird and janky. Occasionally you'll die and it won't be your fault. You'll be like, the first yeah, game... I'm back. You're back. The I can first... tell because you, you started to tell us about sticks. <laughs> yeah, the first game was shit. And I was really upset because Sticks is a spin-off of, of Orcs and Men, mm. which is one of the only Spiders games that I would classify as a truly... Um, it was a truly great experience. It's so rough around the edges, but it's so worth it. And then when they announced Sticks as a spin-off stealth game, I was very excited because Sticks was a great, a great character in Of Orcs and Men. And Of Orcs and Men had some 
what we in the uh, uh, the SJW cabal would call uh, he had some problematic moments. Yeah, there 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 was a whole scene devoted to what they quite bluntly called psychic rape. Um, and they were very proud of their edgy terminology because they said that term a lot. And it's unfortunate that from what you told us earlier, or I don't know whether you've mentioned it yet, but if not, you will get to it, that that was an indicator of exactly how far they would go. Yeah, that's where I was about to get to. So, like, yes. the, the the previous Sticks games have been, like, a bit mechanically wonky, but decent enough. Um, but they were, like, the thing they had going for them was they were well-written, generally. Sticks as a character was, you know, he was a bit, a bit cynical, he's a bit rude and vulgar and whatnot. Never really crossing too much of a line. Um, no, he's a, he's a good <sighs> goblin character. I, yeah. I like goblins in fiction. And different interpretations of them. Um, yeah. We need to play a goblin in D&D for ages. Mm. Um, they fascinate me as, as creatures. Uh, and Styx is a great example of one in general. He's uh, not, he in, uh, not in Shards of Darkness. He's not. Yes. That's, so, yeah. That's what's depressing. Really. So here's, here's the thing about Star- Shards of Darkness. Uh, anytime you die, and sometimes this will not be your fault because the game's a bit wonky... Styx shows up and makes fourth wall breaking quips about you and about how you failed in the game. And sometimes there'll be innocuous things. They'll just be like, oh, you you died, did you? Well, no, actually, I died. I'm the one that died. You're just playing the game. And sometimes they're just like innocuous nods at the fact that you're not the character. Some of them are kind of worse. Some of them are jokes about sexual assault. And jibes at one of the few female characters' sizes And just actively insulting stuff that doesn't need to be there That's thrown at you as It's it's like, you died in the game Therefore, not only am I going to make fun of you for for losing But I'm also going to make a sexual assault joke That's just, like, completely unnecessary And then when you're actually going around the game a bunch of the in-game dialogue is attempting to do fourth wall breaks that are just not funny. They they boil down to, hey, we noticed that thing about video games. Did you know that that's a thing in video games? Ugh, I hate we, that. We're funny, please. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm quoting line for line one of these examples of what's meant to be a joke. What? Another chest? It's becoming like it's a theme in this game. And that's that's one of the fourth wall breaking goofs you can expect in this in this. Uh... It's not <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> it... Get me more turkey. I'm Brian Blessed, and I found that a jolly good shape. <laughs> I, I am currently climbing a wall and perching on the top of it. Doesn't that look a lot like like Assassin's Creed? <laughs> Really? Yeah. Please it's... tell me you said that verbatim. I, that one's not See, quite I'm more verbatim, offended by that it's... joke than the problematic okay. one. That's not quite <laughs> verbatim, but it's it's like you can climb a wall and it makes a point about oh oh it's like I'm that assassin that dresses in white and perches on top of walls. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, it's just. Uh... I think I'd have I'd have I'd I may have genuinely laughed if he'd have just bluntly said this is this is basically Assassin's Creed. Like, like, 
Because they can't do that, so yeah, dressing it up and, and extending the joke with, oh, I look like a certain white hooded person who is in a game. Like, uh, uh. Yeah, it's it's just, uh, it, it is just not well written. And that makes me so sad because I, I, I love Styx as a character. Mm. Um, there is a moment in Of Orcs and Man mm. where you play as him, and it's a stealth section. And but but not as terrible as the stealth sections in the standalone sticks games, um, where you are going to assassinate someone, and I can't remember the speech, but he kills this guy and he just delivers a monologue to the dead body, that is just so blunt and cynical and without any. There's no coolness to it. He's not quipping. He's not trying to be awesome. He's just speaking very frankly about depression, depress- depression and death and misery and shit. Um, I wish I could remember the speech, but it was executed and performed so well uh, that I was like, that's a scene that deserves, I feel, to uh, be counted among really good video game scenes and character development, character building. And... Then I played the first sticks, whatever it was, fucking shadow something. Couldn't bear it mechanically. And then to hear that that he's cracking wise like that in the third one is just a shame. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's just it I played some of it at a preview event and was like, uh, uh if I if I get a copy, I'll probably look at it. And then Joe reviewed it at Let's Play Video Games and was saying, like, yeah, it's poorly written and not great. And then I had That's a copy nice. turn up and was like, fine, I don't have to review it, I'll pop it in. It was as bad as I expected, so I was just like, right, that yeah. was a few hours of my life that I will never get back, I'm not touching this again. I mean, what they needed to do, I think, was to, to go back to Of Orcs and Men, which... It had light stealth elements, like little stick sections. Mm. Uh, but the main game was a sort of more... I mean, it was more like a, 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 the kind of game you imagine from spiders, like Mars Warlogs or the Technomancer. Um, a kind of basic Bioware light action RPG. Uh, but of Orcs and Men... Had a really interesting story, good presentation, interesting characters, a fantastic fucking soundtrack that I still uh, listen to every now and then. I still listen to some of the songs from Avalks and Man. Um, they need, they should have done a sequel to that. That's what they needed to do. Another one of those with improvements to the actual gameplay because there was a lot that needed fixing. They could have made the combat more impactful, more meaningful, um, but they. Didn't they? They stuck with Sticks, so I guess they considered the, you know, the standout character, uh, and then tried to do. They basically took did what they what happened when they took Joey from Friends and gave Joey his own sitcom. That's what they did. Don't oh God, do I forgot that that Joey was a show. That Joey happened. was a thing. Oh God. Um, but yeah, this is you know, Sticks is a, a focus home interactive game. Uh, yeah, so I sure you know, did see it, a bunch of them when I was in Paris no, a few weeks back. I, I, yeah. I, my biggest surprise was that it was about orcs. I thought it was going to be some Greek uh, mythology thing when I saw the name. Yeah, well, well, well Styx is about a gobl- the last goblin. Mm. 
Uh, of Orcs and Men was about the Orcs, uh, who I never played far enough into the first sticks to see if the Orcs turn back up. But but Focus Home Interactive, they're quite a publisher. Um, they they I'm actually, have I, they have a lot of um, games that are interesting ideas, not necessarily the most polished execution. No, they are the home. Of the 5 to 6 out of 10 action but, RPG. But not just the 5 out of 6 out of 10, uh, 5 or 6 out of 10 ones. The 5 or 6 out of 10 that you had a really good time with, except for that one annoying factor. Where you're like, sometimes this, this, could, yeah. this could have been a 7 or an 8 if it wasn't for this thing. Like, you can, you can pinpoint the thing that stopped it breaking into the 7 or 8 barrier. And they've got some good stuff. They've got Pix the Cat, which is one of my favourite mobile games. That's on Steam. Uh, they published Contrast. Contrast is a, a well-respected game. They got their hands on the farming simulator stuff. Yeah. And Blood Bowl, Divinity 2. They're an odd company. I find Focus interesting because they've got big standout names. And then they've got the spider shit. They've got the Technomancer, Mars Warlogs. Um, the sticks game. Spider's new the, the... game does look interesting. Like it's basically imagine if the people who like arrived in America to be like, hey, America's ours now. Imagine if the Native Americans were actually like a race of magic tree women that could summon like giant tree monsters out of the ground. I'm like, that seems yeah. vaguely interesting. I'll probably play that. I don't remember what the it's debound... called. Bound by Flame. Does anyone remember that one? No. Do not that remember was, Bound uh, by Flame. When was that? I think I was at The Escapist. It was 2014, Bound by Flame. It was another classic Spiders action RPG like Technomancer or something. Um, just one of those hammer the bash button to bash things while they spin around and pretend to hit each other. I, I can't. Something about Spider's combat is so unsatisfying. That I don't. This um, this developer who made Sticks is also going to be behind this new Call of Cthulhu game that's coming out. Uh, Alex mentioned is, this is to that, me last is night. Is that a in, an indication to maybe uh, temper expectations? I have seen some of the new, new Call of Cthulhu game. A very like scripted hands-off demo. If you want to ask anything about it. I, I, I'm curious because I didn't hear about it until last night because it was Alex who brought it up to me because she likes uh, Lovecrafty mm. things. Um, as just to quickly answer uh, Gavin's question, um, the thing about any, I think any Focus Interactive published title, whether it's Spiders doing it, whether it's Cyanide Studios doing it, uh, as, as near as I can tell, they're all fairly closely linked. Mm. Uh, I could be wrong there. Um, but it is just a hit and miss. It's a crapshoot. They might churn out something great, like of Orcs and Men, which, even then, not a lot of people, I think, truly agreed with me on there in saying it was a great game. Um, you might get a contrast uh, out of focus. You might get Divinity or Blood Bowl. But you might get... What have we got? Let's Let's have a look. You might get a Game of Thrones Genesis. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Oh, I uh, remember that. Uh, this one... Actually, no, this isn't even the one I was thinking of. This is some uh, strategy game. Mm. 
mostly negative reviews. They did another Game of Thrones one, which was just another one of their fucking. When you, you see know. Game of Thrones Genesis, man, I got the most awesome image in my head. <laughs> Like oh. all the Starks singing, now this is the world we live in. <laughs> and Daenerys on her dragons going, oh. Oh, well, the best one would, I would be Bran. Bran on top of Hodor going, I can't walk. I can't dance. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, so That'd be amazing. That, that, uh, call, but yeah. that Call of Cthulhu game, um, it from what I can tell, and, like, and, it, and, it's St- Stannis' demon child <laughs> seems to have an invisible touch. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry, that, Call of Cthulhu game. Uh, it's now being developed by the Styx people, but when it was first being developed, it was being developed by the people that developed. Uh, do you remember those Sherlock Holmes games that were around? The like the the um, the middle tier publisher ones from a couple of years ago, where it's like yeah, were they the the ones where? I remember an old Cracked article, the one where whenever you turn around, Watson has instantly spawned behind you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they couldn't come up with animations to get to walk That's the one. Um, They were the ones who developed this first and then handed it off to the Styx developers. So this feels very much like that Sherlock Holmes game where you walk around in third person and have a conversation and then maybe get scared by something spooky. So it had big vibes of that, but also I ran away from an eldritch monster in a house, so... Or I say I did. I watched someone else do it in a very scripted way where they pretended to be like... Is the eldritch monster scary? Um, It was definitely dangerous and would kill me, but I I don't remember anything about its design, which probably tells you everything you need to know. Um, so Bloodborne, it, it is not. I I remember that I, uh, that I watched the person playing it. He hid in a cupboard... But the problem was, is his character was claustrophobic, so he couldn't hide in the cupboard for very long, but the monster was outside the cupboard. That's a dilemma. Mm. I mean, I've been burnt out on Hide from the Scary Man since before Soma came out, so I don't know. Yeah, this is... Have have conversations to decide what will happen and then hide from the scary monster. That's... I didn't didn't see enough of it to know if it's going to be any good. Speaking of Cause Roller, he knows me, and he knows I'm right. <laughs> I've been burning heathens all my so, life. You know, you know, I'm not gonna bother like doing any cleanup on this. Like, I'm just gonna leave no. people singing over people talking because I want good. people to listening to this to understand what a what what our recording was what, like this what week. What a clusterfuck exactly. you have to go through with yeah. our editing. Um, <laughs> Speaking of things we're a little burnt out on, yeah. uh, awesome. Ghost Recon Wildlands biggest video oh. game launch of the year so far. That's super weird because I I don't care about this game at all, and I don't know anyone no. who cares about it. No, yeah. like this is one of those games where I look at it and I think I will gain very little covering this and lose nothing ignoring it. And for some reason, that seems to be all of the most popular games in the world. To be like, fair, Warcraft the... I never bothered with. League of Legends I never bothered with. Like mm. uh, Minecraft I never bothered with. And and these are the games that are the biggest games in the world. And I think it talks to just how insulated we are in the, Absolutely. I guess what what you'd still call the hardcore gamer clique. Oh, dude, I'm I'm in a um. Not what's the other not Skype Discord a group with like all kind of all the other gaming musician type lads and yeah. girls who do what I do, and like 
most of their stuff is about like um like these kind of horror games for kids, which I'm just not interested in doing anything on, but fair enough to them. Mm. They they know what's popular and they go for it. But I had sure. no idea That's these games even that. existed. You know? Yeah, it's a it's a weird stuff like one, Hello cause... Hello Neighbor and um there are so many Five Nights at Freddy's games. I had no idea there were so oh, many. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, as someone who monitors Steam, I've, I've trolled through some of the did, worst did ones. Did you not play Sister Location? Uh, I did actually. Uh, I don't think I ever did a video of it because the video just uh, I couldn't make it entertaining. Um, it's I. Um, the. Um... I I applaud and always will applaud Scott Cawthon for. Somehow managing to have a very high turnaround on games, but also managing to keep them imaginative every time. I may not get them, I may not really enjoy them, but I do respect the ethic behind them. I generally agree um, with you. However, cough cough the RP the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> RPG. <laughs> well, again, this is this is where respect comes in because he did rush that one out. He did do a shit job, and then admitted it. Refunded everyone, remade the game to be way better, and released that for free, which is just above and beyond the call of Cthulhu for me. Yeah, that, that someone would do that. So that's why I've always had major respect for for Scott. And and despite everyone who looks at the old Chipper and Sons video I did and and has a go at me for for upsetting him, um, he's always I've, I've chatted to him a couple times and. He's always been a class act, and he took all of that shit in his stride, all the criticisms and everything. Um, he gets sad when he's criticised, but I think most people do. Uh, but he turns that criticism into something. He turns it into more content, improved content, uh, which, you know, when we contrast that against uh, the, the other companies that I've more famously dealt with over the years, it's just... I wish we had more Scott Cawthons in the industry. Maybe mm. not necessarily making the same kinds of games, but I think we need more more guys like him, more guys, more girls, more, you know, whatever your gender is, more people like Scott Cawthon who do the work. If it fucks up, they go back to the drawing board and they're like, okay, people thought the game was this. Can I make the game this on purpose and make it good? Mm. Not can I just say this is a parody and then just be shit. It's let's really twist this into something. And that will always have my utmost sincere respect. Despite uh, uh, what I think of the games, which I, I don't rate them all that highly. Anyway, moving slightly backwards, I think Ghost Recon... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm was, very sorry, Gav. ...was helped a lot by being one of the only big games this year that wasn't a platform exclusive. Mm, that's, that's gotta help. That's a that's a really good point I hadn't thought of. I still yeah, like I mean, don't in any way, shape, or form care about that game. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird. I tried the beta. I tried the beta. I've got footage of the beta. I was gonna post, and that's how little I care. Is I could not be fucked to post what was actually quite funny footage because I was just driving a car down a hill and laughing at the physics of it, because driving a car down a Rocky Mountain, at least in the bait, was fucking glorious. That car would do things. Uh, and now it's late, because the full game's out, and I, I just don't feel like I lost all that much. I, I don't f It's like the connect. It's like, I understand it's 
reaching a lot of people and his news, but I can't make myself give a shit. It's another Ubisoft open world game. And the fact it's selling a lot just it doesn't make it all that more tantalizing to me. Do do I would I like to eventually have it covered either in a video or review form? The completionist in me says yes. The person who is enjoying near too much to really want to bother says maybe I'll get to it in the summer. That's fine. Maybe I'll get to it mm. when it's really quiet. If you, if you I'm can't... not going to fit it in with Mass Effect on the horizon. It's fine. No. If you can't be bothered with it, just throw it at me. I'll just take all of the games that you can't be bothered with, Jim. <laughs> Something along the lines. My wife's going to kill me the amount <laughs> I've been paying you to do stuff. <laughs> I'm very butthurt that I haven't got a copy of Mass Effect yet. I'm I am equally aware. I'm very my Mass sad. Effect. I want my Mass Effect. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna walk up to your offices and go. Do you know who I am? Do you <laughs> do know? You who know? I am? It's it's fine. We'll come <laughs> along with you and we'll tell them. Do you know who this is? This is the man who yeah. was famous for making the Commander Shepard song. That is what literally he's the only for. song I've ever made. <laughs> Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll wear a fake moustache and walk past and then go, Why, sir? Sir, I do believe you are the miracle of science. I have heard your music and I am a very big fan. Your music May I have your autograph? How are you enjoying the new Mass Effect, which surely you must have gotten a copy of? I find it inconceivable that you wouldn't have a copy of Mass Effect Andromeda. Well, you two didn't get it either, did you? No, uh, I, no. I, I, I haven't total, got it. Total but... Biscuit also did not get a copy, I, I believe. No, so. it's fine. I'm not. No, I'm not, not. I'm not too fussed because I've got a copy of Persona Five, so I'm I'm all good mm. for now. That that will keep me going until Mass Effect turns. Oh, are you allowed to say that now? I think I'm allowed to say I've got it. I can't. I can't all say right. what I think of it. I've. It's yeah, shit. I've got it too. All, I got like, it too. I didn't um, get given any embargo other than your review can publish on X date. I didn't get told. No, I couldn't cool. acknowledge that I had it. I think. So. I think it's because they they lifted the preview restrictions before they were so fucking restricted. Yeah. It's like play with your your account on private. Don't tell anyone you've got this. Well, um, I I got it. Yeah, I, I, I got I, it I, after the preview sorry. embargo went up, and I didn't get any such information. So fuck it. I've got I've got Persona Five. <laughs> Yeah, I got Persona 5 weeks ago, um, at the same time I was reviewing Horizon, and what else was I doing? Neo, and basically all of the the games I've reviewed, For Honor, uh, I was juggling, and eventually I was like, right, I'm one person. Laura, here is some money, do For Honor, I'll get on with Persona 5. <laughs> Then the switch came out, and then I dealt with Nia, and then I went back to Laura and said, Laura, if I give you more money, will you do Persona 5? And Laura, who has my utmost respect for this, said, that's a very long game. I'm going to need more money. <laughs> it, it's one of those, I'd like... just like to say that, that Laura... Has has succeeded where digital homicide has failed, and has got way more cash out of me. Well, I did, <laughs> but it's worth it. I, it I, is worth I did, it. I did the thing where I was like, "Look, look, I know this is awkward. We're friends and all. However, Persona games are fucking long, Jim. So, uh, and then I made you know like the the rubbing your fingers together to 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 signal yeah. money motion at Jim. To which, 
And then to which he... my only response was a Muldoon-style <laughs> clever girl. Exactly. And, so, um, yeah, I, I, so, so I bumped it up. Yeah. And I, I like to think I pay... Com- I say I like to think I pay competitive rates. You keep paying all Thing right is, competitive rate. Uh, compared to the publications I've worked for, <laughs> I pay a fucking generous rate. You... Compared to publications that um, have more corporate backing, I at least like to think I compete. You, this you... is not to say... Sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've done reviews freelance for Polygon. You pay in the right ballpark. There we go. That's that's all go. I can do. I you, I I, I do don't good. want people writing for nothing. <laughs> um, I, I I try and and compensate where I can. Uh, Conrad and I have a a, a weird agreement because he makes all the money off Fist Shark, so we basically at this point just appear on each other's shit with no questions asked. Like, we've not talked money at all for the Plague Road narration, and I'm not interested in talking about it. Gavin refuses cash, um, and that's that's fine. I would refuse uh, but, but, I would refuse cash, but, uh, you know, Persona's a long game, Jim. Make the money <laughs> signal. <laughs> um, to be but, fair, I don't, I don't do all the, like, research and editing shit that Laura does. I just show up and talk, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I I always like this to be sort of hanging out with friends and chatting. Yeah. But of course, it is part of my business. So every now and then, I'm like, "Fuck, I don't know if I pay these people enough." But as much money as as you can publicly see me make, like between taxes and other expenses and budget and maintaining a family, like it's, I am not living. I'm not living in Trump Tower. No, no. So, and I worry I don't pay people enough, and and I try. So no, you do you I, do I, good, and I appreciate when when the the, the freelance offers are there because I'll certainly take them, and yeah. it's nice because it meant that it means that I get to be playing Persona right now while I don't have Mass Effect. So I'm like grumble, 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 no Mass Effect. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. I, I I'll don't just do this. drown in being an anime school child. <laughs> I don't do this podcast for money. So oh, and that's, if, that's if, the only reason now, I'm if, here. I if you were to ask me free. to write a song for something, then I'd be like. Yeah, pay me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's I mean, the if, thing if you I would for a job. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I've had people uh, create work, music, or artwork, or whatever, um, just specifically for the show, and and refuse money. And I'm like, fucker, I've got to give you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have to. I was in a fucking negotiation once where just me being me, I haggled myself up. <laughs> I haggled my pay upwards. Um, I try and I try and. I've done that cause... as well, particularly with. I find like sometimes with like guest singers, they never they don't want to be paid. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, you have to be paid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's it's make... as as a voice actor, I I hate being asked my rates because because I don't have any. I'm like, yeah. I've been paid as high as like, I, I guess I better not be gauche, but I've been I've been paid fucking high. And I've also been paid nothing. Depending mm. on the gig, depending on who you are, depending on the budget, depending on if I think the project is... Uh, I think the budget is the big one there, isn't it? Because somewhere. games budgets vary wildly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so normally I just say, like, fuck, I guess... I guess toss me a hundo if you want. Um, but you don't... Ooh, I charge but, a lot more than that now for a song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, my, so, song, so far, my song rates start at two grand. 
Wow. So I can't pay nice. I can't pay you, Gavin, a hundred pounds to write me a theme song. No, you can pay me two thousand. Fine, I'll get I'll get I'll get song. saving. I'll get saving. <laughs> That's worth it. Here's the way I, I look mean, at getting paid for work, right? Why would you make something you don't want to be making for less than what you make by making the stuff you enjoy making already? That's fair enough. Yeah. That's yeah. fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, we we went. Yeah, we went it's, very... it's a bit different with what I. Yeah. I I'm, I'm still carrying it on. Don't go on. Uh, we'll get to. We'll get to the analysis of whatever the fuck this was. In what a were sec. we even? We were talking, talking about, about Ghost Recon. <laughs> oh, and Ghost Genesis. Recon. I thought we were talking about um, Genesis. Yeah. Uh, Tywin looked me straight in the eye and said, <laughs> you're no son, you're no son of mine. <laughs> oh, fuck me. You went so okay. quiet there, I thought my Skype had cut out. No, I was just laughing. I was just laughing to myself. Um, Laura, well, are you okay? I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying whatever road we're on today. It's been a very... This has Frank. been the weirdest episode we've ever made, I think. It's strange. It's weird. I mean, I've got that, a... That's quite a, a statement we, about this podcast. We've been very open with our feelings today, I think. <laughs> I think, honestly, for me, that's a natural response to the past several weeks. I... Because it's not, it's not stopped. It's not stopped. I've, you know, the lawsuit was wrapped up and I thought, Get, I, mean, I think I said this at the beginning. You know, keep my head down. I'm, I'm, I'm getting fucking Kotaku articles written about me once a week uh, because of controversies I'm involved with that I didn't start, uh, and, and it's just weird. Normally, if I if there's a headline about me, you on a did blog, start it's, it's my you, you murdered Zelda. You caused the death of the Breath of the Wild. But you know, I'm. It's an odd situation because I'm used to this this is old nostalgic uproar for me i am i used to get this all the time at destructoid um you know it was a different audience and stuff but obviously as the jimquisition's gotten and more traction and, and some more eyes and reddit especially picks up on my stuff a lot more uh it's happening again but in a post gamergate world just getting grief for giving a game a 7 out of 10 is a bit like coming home it's it's a little bit it's a little bit nostalgic it's a, it's a little bit welcoming in its invasive horror um but it is you know it doesn't get to me as bad as 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 it might do as it would have done years ago the ddos inconvenienced me insofar as i responded to an email and then tweeted about it and then unpaused near and played it um, but it, you know, these things take the toll and you get, and, and I'm a, a person with anxiety disorder, like I talked about before. So, and that's part of the reason why I'm like this right now, because if you've ever seen that interview or listened to that interview, Jonathan Holmes and I did with Tommy Wiseau, um, I think I'm basically on the stuff he was on when he did that interview. Um, which might be why I am sounding like a more coherent Tommy Wiseau right now. Which is uh, a really good thing to be. Oh, hi, Laura. Oh, hello, Tommy Wiseau. How are you doing? I'm fine, but I wonder why you ask. You always play psychologist with me. I don't know if you know this, but uh, I, I'm dealing with problems with my future wife. Well, uh, you know how we can solve those problems with your future wife, Mr. Tommy Wiseau? 
I'll have sex with your future wife in front of you. That'll solve everything, you cuck. You are tearing me apart, Laura! <laughs> um, so, um... What the <laughs> fuck is this episode? <laughs> uh, the Disney afternoon classics are a thing. <laughs> a bunch of Disney cartoons are getting their NES games redone in HD. Like, yep. Darkwing Duck. And some other fucking ones. Darkwing Duck. Uh, Disney Afternoon Classics. I actually wanted to look this up a bit because so, people are excited for it, you know? Well, people are excited about it. But I have a question. The trailer for it yeah. seems to show the footage of the NES games and just say in HD 1080p whatever. Is yeah. it what I'm assuming where it's like DuckTales remastered where they're remaking them as like, hey, it's, you know, a shiny new animated version of these games? Or are they just releasing the NES games and they the, the emulator technically runs at 1080p? You know, you guys I'm are so at the lucky my guitar's in the other room when you mentioned DuckTales. <laughs> oh, woo-hoo! <laughs> um, yeah, as far as I can tell, they're not re- they don't look remastered. That certainly doesn't look like DuckTales remastered. No, that's... that's... Yeah, all they're talking about is... Te- oh, there was Gadget. I, uh... I have feelings yeah, about Yeah, but there's that. also, like, they, um, the, the trailer shows concept art as if they are going to remake them like DuckTales Remastered. Okay. So I, I don't uh, well, know I mean, I whether just saw I'm the whole excited. Thing. I just watched the whole thing, and as, as far as I can tell, especially when you talk about costume, um, sorry, concept art, it's doing that thing that a lot of these compilations do, in-game museums. Uh, oh, so I'm probably. imagining that's what that is. Yeah, this looks can you to really me... re-release NES games and say that the collection's 1080p? Like that uh, feels I, misleading I... as fuck. Uh, well, I mean, it says they're they're remastered for full 1080p support with various filters. Oh, okay. So um, that is what they so... are. They're just the NES games with some nice filters on them. They must have, you know, done some some. They, they must have gone into the game so it doesn't look like complete and total shit when it's 1080p. I think that's what they mean by remastered. Um, the thing <laughs> the thing for me, though, is... So, sorry. sorry Gavin have, had a, when you're finished, I have to sh- tell you what I just saw on Twitter. Okay. When, when you're finished. Um, all right, just quickly uh, uh, bring this up. Um, the NES Classic. Uh, I don't know if, if anyone's aware of this. is very, very easy to upgrade, I guess is the word. Mm. So, you know, I, I, as, I can kind of get these as, games at 1080p as soon, and kind of do. As soon as I realised that's what this is, I got less excited. Because emulated old games is not a thing that I get terribly excited about because there are ways to play them. Yeah, I mean, I don't... The convenience aspect is is usually what gets me into it. Yeah. Like, I don't mind. I like Sega Genesis collections because I was a big Mega Drive player as a kid. Uh, if you get a really nice selection of them conveniently packaged and put on the latest console, I'm fine with it. This is a little different because, again, and it's it's illicit. It's not l- legal, technically. Um, but, you know, the, the NES Classic is just so easily... 
it, it's it's such public knowledge that I don't think I'm doing anything wrong by saying that it exists. I realise yeah. in some games media circles it's considered taboo to mention that emulation and ROMs are a thing, but they oh, no, are. I'll acknowledge and them to the point that like I my my NES Classic is modded to the point that not only does it have extra games on it, but I'm currently using a um a Joy-Con as a, an NES Classic controller because I can't be bothered to have the cable dragging across the room. I nice. modded it in such a way that I've got a little Bluetooth thing, and then I use, just take my Joy-Con off the Switch because it's currently like near my desk for work. That's very nice. And play my NES games with that because um, functionality. I, I've not I've not gone that far, but I am interested in in souping it up some more. I've been uh, I've been given more options for it. Uh, right now, I'm just stoked that the the thing I put on it lets me reset the game, like go back to the like quit out of a game and go back to the menu. Without having to walk over to the fucking box and pressing the reset button. All it took was a macro. All it took was holding the select button and I think like the the B button or whatever. And boom. You're back to the main menu. That's all it took. A little macro. Nintendo couldn't even do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to prove that I hate Nintendo again by criticising the things they do that are worth yeah. criticising. Oh. I'll say one thing though. <laughs> What? If there's trouble you call DW is the best rhyming of the word W in any song ever. I'm not sure if it's if there's trouble or when there's trouble, but either way, rhyming trouble you with W in the Darkwing Duck theme song is the best W rhyme ever. And that's what I think of the Disney Afternoon Collection, 7 out we, of 10. We did have one other bit of news very quickly. There's another W. I'm in a bubble too. Yeah. Uh, what was the other? I'm going to shave my stubble too. <laughs> uh, the other bit of news we got is, you know how? Wait, wait, wait! I have to tell you the thing I just saw on Twitter oh, before wh- you do the last news. What did you see? News. What did you see? So Iceland Foods, yeah, to celebrate Ed Sheeran's album coming out, they're having a pizza party, right? Right. And their hashtag is Deep Pan Album Party, <laughs> but. Because hashtags don't separate words. It, it oh. spells deep anal bum party. Oh my god. This, you know what's the funniest part? This hasn't. Uh, this has happened before. Let me Google this because I know this happened before. Um, an album party. When, when, deep who anal did, bum oh, party. It was, um, it, the, the first time this happened was back in 2012. And I'm reading an article on The Sun about this. Susan Boyle inadvertently invites her fans to an anal bum party. Um, <laughs> the, the, the hashtag that was used on her official Twitter was Susan, Susan Album Party, which Susan Album Party became Susanal Bum Party. Um, and like this is, this is a thing that has happened before, and apparently social media people still don't know that you can accidentally have an anal bum party. I had to retweet that. That was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Ah, <laughs> oh, the deep anal bum party. There's deep a lot of. There's a lot of. Um, that sounds like one of our, said. our podcast titles: deep anal. I'm saying a lot. A lot of things we've said today could be um, titles, but mm. I am veering heavily towards just the uh, the line that was. 
what the fuck is this episode? <laughs> I think yeah. that's the one. Um, I think people are going to empathise with that sentiment when they listen to it. Oh, they're going to... Some people are going to love this. Some people are not. It's fine. We yeah. had a good time. I think that's all we need from this one. Um, so we did have one other piece of news quickly. Uh, you know that Crash Bandicoot sure. trilogy remaster that back at E3 they were all like, hey, it's coming to the PS4 and PlayStation because these were PlayStation games and you're going to get them on your PlayStation. Um, Whoa! It, it doesn't look like that Crash Bandicoot trilogy remaster is going to be a proper Sony exclusive. Whoa! Yeah, were either of you aware of this? I know, it's just every time whoa. people talk about Crash Bandicoot, I go, whoa! So, like... W- or I... Or, well, I... And when I was younger, I used to go, Hoodabiga! Hoodabiga! Um, like, Aku Aku. But, 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 but now, white guilt, so I won't. Uh, so, yeah, the, the reason we know this is that... This was, like, a week or so back. Um, the Ireland... Uh, PlayStation Ireland Twitter account made two tweets in which they both times referred to the uh, Crash Trilogy remaster as coming first to PlayStation. Uh, which definitely, definitely those... suggests it's coming to other things. So don't... Those little monkeys. Yeah, coming first to PlayStation. Uh... So that that's that. If you wanted those games... It's multi-plat. They're probably going to be Which means it'll be the best-selling game of the year. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is it's it's a nostalgic thing that people want to replay. That's coming from Activision. Like Sony don't own Crash Bandicoot, so no, you know, they'll, a... Activision will bring it to everything. Yeah, I I mean, I get, I get why they would certainly want to get it exclusive or at least first, because you know, once upon a time, Crash Bandicoot was heavily married to the PlayStation brand, um, and, and you know, it was developed by fucking Naughty Dog, who's still under Sony's umbrella. Um, but I don't mind that it's going multi-plat. Why, it's no skin off my fucking nose. I don't give a shit. Uh, good for them. Honestly, at this point, whenever I hear of a title that was uh, exclusive going to a new platform, all I can think of is good for them. Good good for the developers, good for the game. Uh, certainly if the game's good, you know, like Breath of the Wild. Um, you know, if it's at that level of good, at least baseline quality uh good for them i'm 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 pleased with it i never got back in the day petitions that people would set up that were like oh don't put devil may cry 4 on the xbox one i bought a ps3 for it you should treat the real fans properly i'm like if fuck off if you were actually a fan you'd be thrilled yeah more people people getting to play it doesn't hurt you in any way shape or form um so if I could get the entire Unless world Jim gets to, to play, play it and gives it a seven, because then it oh, listen, would really hurt you. If I could get the entire world to play in like Dynasty Warriors, I'd be fine with that. But I can't because most people think it's shit, and and you know what? I'm fine with that. I you you can complain about your Metacritic score going down from ninety eight to ninety fucking seven. Go look at the Metacritic scores for some of my favourite Dynasty Warriors games, and do you see me crying while wanking at the same time? No, you don't, because unlike Darkside Phil, I turn my webcam off. <laughs> <laughs> so you know who's going to be who, who's going to be happy about the podcast this week? 
those people that complain being like where are the days when you used to do like 90 minute to two hour episodes this is where they were we got them back is anyone gonna get through this entire episode oh I, I will. People manage to get through entire episodes of the spin-off Doctors, which the, the bulk of it is Conrad Zimmerman describing Matthew Lillard eating chicken. So I, I think we'll be fine. Something tells me we'll get a good attach rate on this. On this bollocks. I liked it, I, honestly. I had a really, this was a fun I had a really fucking fun Wednesday night, so thank you both for having me on, on, the, on, on my Wednesday evening in my ears. <laughs> We talked a lot of bollocks, but we talked a lot of games as well. This this should keep everyone happy. And if not, fuck and you for giving a 7 out of 10 to a masterpiece of podcasting. So, <laughs> you probably damaged the industry forever. Before anyone, before anyone goes in the comments, I will just remind everyone, about 20 minutes in, I did try and get Jim to talk about Nero Automata, and as such, you cannot blame me for anything that happened. I am... Innocent in all of this, I was gonna be. <laughs> I was gonna make this be a productive show where we talked about games and stayed on track. But you know, you can't blame me for that bullshit. And if you don't hear this bit and you like you turned off before now and you complain about us being off topic and blame me before this because you didn't listen to the end, then you clearly you know you you gave it an unfair review because you didn't finish it. Fuck off. Seven out of ten. <laughs> There we go. There you go. Deep so, anal yeah. bum party. Deep anal bum party. You can come to my um, deep anal bum party. Any other week, that would have been our title, but this week is is just too what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's just what the fuck. Um, what the fuck is what this? The cuck? What, what the cuck is this deep anal bum what party? What the cuck is this? <laughs> what the cuck is this anal bum party? <laughs> <laughs> can, can we fit? W- okay. WTF is this? Uh, WTF? Uh, no, because then we can't get cuck in if we, we can't get cuck. Uh, I can I can make what the cuck is this anal what, bum what, party? What work. the cuck is this anal bum party? Or you could call that'll, it World of Cuck Fusion. That'll work. <laughs> Land of Cuck Fusion. Sorry. Oh dear. Have we got anything else? I'm I'm good to go. I'm I'm, uh, I'm, my, I'm good. my house is empty, so I I literally am going to the moment this stops. And this is for the listeners' enjoyment as well. Just just know that the moment this stopped, I started masturbating a lot. So <laughs> that's says gonna be that my I'm afternoon. gonna wait until the show finishes. Oh they're, they're all, Oh yeah. Uh, being a, oh, being yes, a cheeky Cheeky wench. Oh, of a mind to scalp your bear bum. Scalp my bear bum. Uh, that, yeah, that was me being a, a rowdy tavern owner <laughs> in medieval times. It's it's fine. We'll 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 finish we'll finish the show. I'll t- I'll send you some nudes, Jim. It'll be great. You can you can go have your cheeky wank. It'll, it'll be fun. Why was I keeper? All right, time to go. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll still end it the same way, Laura. Remind people, even though we said at the top of the show, remind people how they can watch your work and support you. Uh, Laura K Buzz, pretty much everywhere. Laura K Buzz on Twitter. Laura K Buzz on Patreon. That's what pays the bills. Laura K Buzz on YouTube, where you can see me playing through Breath of the Wild. Ten out of ten, definitely not seven out of ten. And you can <laughs> find me on Let's Play Video Games dot com, where I wrote a thing that seems to be picking up some traction today about. Uh, that Gerudo Town quest line in Breath of the Wild, and some of the complex pros and cons about the ways that 
NPCs in that game treat gender variants and what we yeah. can learn about the Gerudos because of that. So g- I want to do a, a video of Link still dressed as a guy sneaking into the place and then do a song that's all should I stay or should I vote, <laughs> which is really clever if you know Zelda words. Should I shave or should I grow? If I shave, there will be stubble. If I grow, it will be double. I, I do have footage nice. of myself beating the final boss dressed in the uh, the Hillian ladies outfit. So um, at yeah. some point, I'm gonna I'm, it's a shame I'm we... gonna make a video just to annoy people where I'm like, Lady Link saves the world, and fuck you, <laughs> Nintendo. Um, Link Link is a lady. I'm gonna make some kind of video it just to annoy people. A... It is sort of a shame we didn't talk about that on this episode because, first of all, that would have been valuable game content, <laughs> which would have been nice. And second of all, like, like I do get conflicted about that kind of stuff. As someone who finds um, fi- finds cross dressing, especially, uh, oh, I don't know what the word is, but. Good, <laughs> I guess. Someone with very positive views of of, of cross dressing, offensive and, and sinful. That's what you were going to say. <laughs> and stuff that ignores, you know, gendered clothing. Like, like honestly, half the time I'm wearing pants, they're women's pants, um, and it's not for a sex thing. They look good on me, and I feel great wearing them. And, and I just don't give a shit that that, that they're women's pants. They, I've, basically, my hips don't lie, so. They work well. Um, and I've done episodes of the Jimquisition where I've um, dressed up as, as a woman. Um, at least one. And I've always been leery as to, is, is this going to come across as me expressing myself, which is something I, I do genuinely do, or is it coming across as making jokes at the expense of, um, you know gender identity and stuff like that so it's it's a thin line i, I think and, and maybe we can have a uh, maybe we can do like a spoiler cast or something on breath of the wild and get into it there yeah like i don't know i think generally the point if you're gonna do like in regards to doing stuff like that yourself would be is there a specific joke you've made that the punchline boils down to isn't it funny that i'm wearing this item of clothing that isn't generally associated with the gender that i am that's probably iffy. Otherwise, you're probably yeah. fine. Do wear the things that you want to wear, and you know it's at this point. You're. I don't think anyone's gonna bat an eyelid too much at this point. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's the weird thing. It's like putting on a bra. I worry about wearing nothing but a dirty smock and a, a pig skull mask while screaming. <laughs> I am reborn, do you say? Got no problem with that. People will look at that and think, that's Jim being Jim. Slap on a wig and some lipstick and then I'm a little bit worried. Mainly because I'm worried people will think I'm doing it for a laugh, when really I just want to be told I make a very pretty little girl. Hey, hey, Jim, Jim, you can send me those pictures and I'll tell you that you're a very pretty little girl. Would that help? Thank okay. you. That, that would help me a lot. Okay. Thank well, you. Someday I will show you guys the pictures of me in drag as a geisha. I would love to see pictures of you in drag, it Gavin. Is both, they would make me it's very both happy. Offensive. It's both offensive on the cross-dressing level and it's offensive because of cultural appropriation. So it's amazing. I mean, that's a twofer. I, that, yeah. that, that's two birds with one Sadly, it was long stone. before the beard, so I actually uh. like... 
quite a lady. So go go read the thing I wrote that's called The Complexities of the Trans Gerudo Town. And there I write a bunch of stuff about how, like, a bunch of characters in that town are totally aware that you were designated male at birth and that doesn't bother you them. And also there is, like, a secret underground subculture for selling men's clothing in an all-female city and that says interesting things about their view of men. So... It's a very, very interesting part of the game and one I would love to get into detail more myself. Um... So maybe I will, but first of all, I, I definitely want to read your article. I've not gotten to it yet, because I know last week you talked about we're just doing more show. Um, <laughs> Can I, I just like, last leave week you... <laughs> and go have my dinner? No, Gavin. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what did I talk about last week, Jim? Um, I tell you what, we'll wrap. We'll we'll leave it on a cliffhanger, okay? Because <laughs> let's face it, Breath of the Wild's still going to be relevant next week. Um, and I really would love to get into that that discussion. Um, maybe it's something we could do um, as a bonus thing, uh, so Gav doesn't have to sit I, through and listen to us I, chatting about. That might Nintendo be a good shit. idea because I haven't played. I'm it, up so... for doing yeah. a bonus you, you, thing. You guys sometimes. go ahead and do that one. Okay, we'll we'll do a thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, nothing set in stone, but I'll look into getting a slot open to do that. Uh, you can make your own jokes because I said slot, whatever. Um, you can get my slot, Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. Mm. Yeah. Fifteen minutes later, tell yeah. us about your music. I I worked so hard to introduce you at the beginning, <laughs> and now at the outro, I just do the same fucking thing. I know. Gavin, music, Gavin, maestro. We love you. You can find my Genesis covers and my deep anal bum party celebration anthems at Miracle of Sound on YouTube and Twitter and all those places. And all right. That'll, maybe, oh, no. oh, no, it won't be out by the time this podcast comes out, but the next song is based on Aloy from Horizon. So nice. that should be fun. And I have an awesome uh, lady singer doing the vocals. Nice. I would love, and this is... I realise this is shitty of me to do because I know you don't like it. Um, I, I realise it is, but I was listening to Welcome to the Family and also thinking about Ganon. I think about Ganondorf a lot. Yeah. Um, I've got a giant statue of him on my desk right next to my monitor. He looks at me every day. Um, mm. And I, I know Zelda's not your thing, but if you ever were to like look at the character enough... Um, to I, a, a Ganondorf themed song from you would be amazing. Oh God, yeah. I'm gonna do what I do on social media when people make res- requests and just not respond. Yeah, but where your friends? Only, there's so only so have, many times you have to respond to us. Type, I have no here. plans for that. Yeah, but but <laughs> I know Gavin, I'm, I'm here, <laughs> so you have to acknowledge us. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry for that. I, I I get a lot of requests to do things and cover topics and talk about Star Citizen all the time and and I do the same. It gets to the point where I just can't. I just respond can't. Anymore. You can't even say no anymore because you're just yeah. you, you type the same thing so many times. You just uh, I'm you know if I if I get a spare two grand lying around, <laughs> uh, but. Sorry, I just had to say it because the idea hit me and it was like just marrying your musical style to his attitude mm. was... I just had to at least voice it. Um, if and, and when... I, I hope I didn't put you on the spot when I did that. I hope I didn't... 
I wasn't a dick in doing if, that. If and when there's a Breath of the Wild song, probably going to focus on the overall thing. But I don't know. I haven't played it, so... Sure, sure. So. I was thinking back to, like, you know, your Joker song and everything. And I, I do like the ones where you do it from the perspective of a character. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... If you won't do it, I'll find a, I'll find the second most successful um, Irish musician. I, I know some, I know it. some people or who her. would do it. I mean, if you paid them, yeah, <laughs> you know, I've got no problem with that. I, I, I uh, and I, like when, when I can't afford two I, grand for a song, but I, I can, was kind I, of I like joking earlier when I was saying two grand per song. I was more that was just me saying basically I know no one can afford that and it's because I don't want to do songs unless it's something I already want to do <laughs> gotcha I know I give that answer to people who like you know every now and then I'll get some fucking YouTuber who sends their fans to be all like debate debate this guy yeah. over this thing you said three weeks ago that you're now bored of and my, my response has to be like whoever it is they couldn't afford me because because I will charge a pre I'll, I I am free to those who afford it and I am very expensive to those who can't that's my rule basically if if I if I like you and and I feel like you know we're going to have a fun show and produce some good content then I probably will just appear gratis mm. if if you're up for a fucking fight then you you pay the piper <laughs> so I can clean my pipes and with that, we have crossed two hours of show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, people got their two hours. It might not have been two hours of content they want, but it's, it's there. It's the two hours of yeah. content you deserve. Hopefully you'll find five minutes of enjoyable <laughs> content in there somewhere. Honestly, I've been at, I've had a big grin on my face the whole show. I, so I have I'm, as I'm well. Pleased. If I've enjoyed being here, hopefully there will be people who'll enjoy listening to us. It's it was a fucking good show, and anyone who says otherwise is a fucking liar, and I'll ddos their website. Anyone who says differently is a seven out of ten. Yeah, fucking beta cuck. Um, bye, <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> what a show!